Welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mays. We're here in the Polar Pro Studio. First off, if you're new to this podcast and you came from last week's episode with Chris Burkhard, welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. We're happy to have you here. We were so humbled by the response that we got with our interview with Chris. And if you haven't checked it out already, then definitely check out our interview with Chris Burkhard. In this episode, we speak with Canon underscore photos, aka Ian Harper and Henry Nathan, who are entrepreneurs and photographers who have gathered almost 3 million followers on Instagram. In this episode, we talk about how to be a successful Instagrammer, how to build a business around photography, and what to not do when you're first starting out. Oh, and by the way, Ian and Henry are both from England. So their accent is really entertaining to listen to. Let's listen in. So we're with uh, Ian Harper and Henry Nathan. Thank you guys for being here on the Golden Hour podcast. No um, Thank you very much. You just got in from being in Mexico. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Tell me about that. What were you guys doing in Mexico? Um, so we were in Mexico for five days um, working with a hotel, producing photo and video content for them. Nice. Yeah, and it's quite a good stop over at LA, so... Coming to Cabo, it's on the west side. Yeah. Thought we'd stop over here for a couple of days, catch up with some friends. Was that your first time in Mexico or have you been there before? No. So um, we've got a relationship with this hotel group and we've done a few of their properties in Mexico. So that was our third trip since oh, wow. May. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> to third Mexico. time in less than a yeah. year into Mexico and possibly going back next month. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's a relationship we have. I really love Mexico. Do you guys know yeah. uh, any Spanish? Uh, un poco. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, come on. I, I, I know nothing. Ian claims he, from his LinkedIn yeah, profile. Yeah, LinkedIn, I'm actually proficient in Spanish. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Does, do people use LinkedIn? I don't know. I never yeah. use it. No. Oh, I guess it. on the professional side, a lot of people do use LinkedIn. Yeah, um, yeah I guess we use it quite a bit. Just making yeah. connections and finding people. Yeah. Just to yeah. say I'm fluent in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to get things started, I want to kind of get a little backstory on the two of you guys. Uh, this is our first time having two guests on the show. Awesome. And uh, I think it's really dynamic. The fact that you guys are from Texas is great. <laughs> uh, just kidding. You're from London, right? Yeah, yeah, both from London. And you're living, where are you living in uh, London right now? Um, so we're based out of Shoreditch. Okay. Um, Ian lives up north of London. Yeah, I live north London near Highgate. Nice. That means anything. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't mean anything to me, but I bet the you know some people might know that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we work out of Shoreditch, and I'm living in Stratford. Okay. uh, East London. Nice. And how did you guys like meet each other? When Um, was that? So it's a bit of a story. I don't know. I'll start the story. So um, I finished university and took a year out to travel. um, Went to South America with my brother, Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, was in an Inca Trail group with Henry and Henry's mate, and that's what a what trail. Uh, the Inca Trail in Peru. It's, oh, it's the, the walk to Machu Picchu. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a hike and you do it for over three or four days. Mm-hmm. And we happened to be in the same group. So I was traveling with a friend, just finished school. Nice. Um, it's just kind of like a blowout travel trip. Yeah. And yeah, we happened to be in the same group. We got on pretty well. Um, yeah, at first I thought Henry was like... I remember Henry was like on his phone looking for Wi-Fi in the Machu Picchu. <laughs> I was like, I had, like, I had no idea. About, I had no idea about it. It was all new anything. to this world. And I was like... You, Damn, you were fascinated Instagram. about it, though. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, you yeah. being really fascinated about asking, wow, you're getting paid to post that. Oh, so like, you were already was, established yeah, was, at that point. Well, huh? It was early on. I was making like just quick money. I was yeah. at university. Actually, no, I, before I started university, yeah. but I had no full-time job. So yeah. uh, it was nice to get little paychecks from just the old sponsored post. Yeah. And you found that so fascinating. Yeah, I was just like, blew I had no idea that existed. Wow. So what year was that then? Was that, that like was 2010? 2015. 2015. Okay, so gotcha. It's not even like that old, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I mean, it's you know, it, almost 10 years now. 
And um, then, um... So yeah, we, we met. So we met 2015. Traveled together for a bit for like two or three weeks in South America after the Inca Trail, um, and then we both went back to London to do one year at uni. Henry yeah. did his first year. I did a master's, and then after that, we kind of reconnected and gotcha. started. Yeah. So I did a year at university. Okay. But while I was there, I was getting a lot of opportunities uh-huh. uh, through Instagram, through other means, and um, I just didn't see the point in sending university at all. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't learning anything. Yeah. The only reason would be to get a degree. And mm-hmm. I felt I'm always going to work for myself and I want to build something like that. So, um, Were you studying like photography or I graphics was, or something? I was studying, it was called photography, film, and no, photography, okay. film, and media. Nice. And it was quite an academic course. So it was a lot of essay writing, which okay. it had, I had no interest in at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was very happy to leave. And then we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We built this business together. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of how we met. So the business that you're referring to is is a CP Creatives? Is that what we're, we're talking yeah, about? That's yeah, right. So that's around 2015, great. you guys, or 2016? 2016 at this point. Gotcha. Um, so you started CP Creatives. And that was off the back. So the, the main fundamental part of it was the Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So I started Canon underscore photos uh, in 2012. So hold on. How did you get... <laughs> permission to use the word canon yeah i mean that's probably our most asked question like what is the connection with canon yeah and to be honest there is no connection there's no official <laughs> connection i was i saw some iphone uh pictures on i mean we post whatever we post we post drone sony whatever i mean people get sometimes a bit funny yeah, about that it's a diehard so. yeah some diehard like, uh, people that are really into canon yeah. like canon yeah. fanboys like yeah. they always have a little word but um <laughs> yeah it was because i was shooting on a canon camera just at when yeah. I was at school and my friend was shooting on a Nikon Nikon um and he started a page called he, to be fair he was first he did start this page called Nikon underscore photography underscore okay not the best username ever but um <laughs> as a kind of like I, I was with a friend like we were like oh that's quite funny why don't we start a Canon one kind of like to have a little joke about it yeah and it kind of just blew and grew up. I was sharing my own work I was also sharing other photographers that were shooting on Canon and people liked it was early on so people like getting their uh, name out there so we were yeah. able to promote photographers so this is kind of like an early <laughs> aggregate uh channel yeah. like it wasn't a thing really no, like it, it is wasn't. now and um we awesome. also provided like the exif data and settings oh, so cool. people could see that photo see what camera it shot on see all the exif data and then go and try and create a similar looking image so i think that's what nice. uh, people really loved about the page being inspired and then yeah just snowballed uh from there yeah and when i think he enjoyed it was on one point Four, four million followers. So how quickly did you grow to 1.4 million? Is that in um, a year's time? So from 2012, started from... Okay. I think we then it hit... like four years. Four, but then it went from oh. 400k. When it got to 400k, it suddenly just really snowballed. It was going up 125k a month or something. Insane. And um, yeah, and it's still growing today. And then we're on 2.6 million followers Yeah. Um, as of now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do, it is funny. You... We were talking about this earlier, how you do just get so used to it. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. kind of secondary in our business now, almost, the social motion and the following. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really try and stick on the creative and like that is our... Gotcha. Um, like a production. Yeah, we can production, get to that. We, we'll get yeah. to that. But so basically, um, Ian, when you got on board with uh, with Henry, the, the Instagram was already moving mm. and then you started this company, CP Creative... What does that stand for? Canon Photos. Okay, so, this, so I assumed it I mean, was yeah, the same. Yeah. We, yeah, it's basically that. I mean, we just needed a name, and yeah, like, 
and almost like we try and get away from the canon yeah. aspect. Because, gotcha. And it's like keeping it there without people knowing, I guess. Yeah. But I, then you've also got CP Collective yeah. as well. Yeah. So maybe is, six months later, we started CP Collectives, which is a website yeah. um, aimed at the audience. So that's for the following. That's just blogs on photography, travel blogs, uh, okay. prints, presets for sale. Gotcha. That's, yeah. And yeah, I mean, going back to the the Canon, we do have, uh, we are in a good relationship with Canon because it is a mutual benefit. We've got their name, but there's also major mm. promotion for them. And we are the biggest Canon account in the world. So they really love more what than we their do. own. Yeah, <laughs> it's more, well, they're such a global company. They have different regions, but the second biggest account, I think, is Canon USA. Yeah. Who, who have less than us, I guess. But we, we, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good relationship. It's not like um, bad relationship. That's amazing. And yeah. they don't mind that you post Sony photos. Well, yeah, we don't tell them that. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> they know now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, cut it out. <laughs> After their following was established and CP Creatives was created, they started looking for companies that would hire them to start creating content for them. That's the next step was sort of to pursue um, work with primarily tourism boards and hotels. Um, and yeah, that started in 2017 and then yeah, from then we started working with tourist boards, hotels, um, airlines, brands, and it was producing photography and video work for them, um, as well as being able to distribute it to our audience if they wanted as well. Yeah, exactly. Was yeah. that why you strategically tried to seek after travel yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. so you could then have the content for your account? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that you know we could kind of use the audience as a hook to get talking. Beautiful. And I mean, it's relevant to the audience. Like a lot of people that follow us are the main interests are travel. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to promote, like uh, push out content that is very authentic that people want to see anyway, instead of working with brands that not necessarily they have any connection to. Yeah. Uh, it's the perfect option for us. Nice. So you've been doing that now for about 10 years. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, the last, last three years. years. Yeah, almost three years now. Yeah. And it's just grown and grown. I mean, when we started... Uh, we'd be able to like put prices up just by getting the amount of clients we do uh, to now have um, the potential to work with a lot of bigger brands, which is amazing. Amazing. And when you're working with other people and you're reposting their images on, uh, like I saw Sam Calder was on it. Yeah. Um, like, are they? Do you have those connections, or do you just kind of rip from their channel and then post it, or um, and ask their permission? Uh, or? Well, a lot of people that we post are friends that we have built up over the years of gotcha. the photography world that we can trust like it's a mutual benefit like they're providing the content we're also majorly promoting them and we've actually helped a lot of photographers really grow um, because the page is a photography yeah um, that is one of the biggest focuses um a lot of people then want to go and follow the photographers uh yeah people yeah like- yeah so uh, i would say a lot of them are just people we know now but then there is still especially on the cp collectives there's like a feature submission and like hashtag mm-hmm. so sometimes people are featured via that as well but- cool yeah can we try and sometimes but like, there's a lot of amazing photographers out there that haven't necessarily got the following uh that we can then they can apply and if their photos yeah. are really great we can push it out and that's the best because then they get promotion rather than someone that's already very well known what are some things that you really like about each other and then we'll get to the things that you don't like <laughs> okay so starting with you ian what what's something that you love about henry That's quite on the spot question yeah well i'll give you some time to think um yeah, i really I like henry well i mean <laughs> when i when i uh i graduated and you know henry 
invited me to get on board. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, and that was a generous thing to do because other people, you know, well, I wasn't the first person that approached Henry for this, for like to sure. work together. Um, but then um, I've learned a lot from Henry as a photographer um, and as a creator, being able to travel um, because I didn't study photography at school or uni. Mm-hmm. Um, Even so, though you say you didn't learn anything. Well, yeah, yeah, well, it turns out you don't learn <laughs> I mean, anything. You so. don't, I mean. <laughs> um, and yeah, I would say, um it's hard to put into words but henry's got a a much more of a kind of like let it be Mm -hmm. when like when some things don't turn out it's kind of more like oh that's all right it's pretty chill yeah whereas i'm a bit more like "Mm, we now don't have a job (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like there have been times when we've missed out on some big jobs and it's like oh i guess it just wasn't meant to be um yeah that's that's like a yeah, life is, uh, is life moves well. forward, right? Yeah, like, things happen sometimes, and yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Every door that shuts means that there's an open one on the way. Yeah, right? so um, exactly. But I think ultimately, one of the the best things about working together is we get on really well. Like bringing someone and on Americans, that means that they like each other. Yeah, <laughs> you guys get along really well. Well, yeah, and no, I mean, like we are, we I spend more time with Ian than my actual girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's very important that you both are on a level where. You don't find each other really annoying. Um, <laughs> and it seems like you guys balance each other out too because there's certain traits that he has that, that you don't have and vice yeah, versa. I, th- I think yeah, that's what also is a balance. Like I'm definitely more on the more creative side, whereas Ian also has that easier on the creative side too, but has that business element element too, uh, which helps secure all the work. Yeah. Um, and that's been so beneficial for us. Like the amount of work Ian's put in to securing all these jobs and the time he's put into that has been key to the success Amazing. and where we are now. So wow. it's been, rather than bringing on someone that was just purely creative, mm-hmm. um, it's good to balance it out and yeah. have that aspect on board as well. Usually the people who have a little bit more of that business side too, like they show up to work on time, you know, which is like so valuable. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, Ian is very crunchy. Time management. That's, that's another difference. I mean, <laughs> who's the who's the one that's on time then? You? Me. You? I mean... Oh yeah, no, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I have the same situation. No, with, uh, I feel my Connor. time management is not too no, bad. Your you time management is improving. Improving, like, yeah. you just get funny about me being like two minutes late. <laughs> like you like to be early. Oh wow, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty strict. Yeah, it's, you yeah. got like a three-minute strict. Before you're late. It used to be strict, but then you relaxed. Yeah, no, it's like, I can't be care anymore. <laughs> well, that's how I am. I'm like, I, I try my best to be on time, but I just, I'm not. I, it's like a weird mental thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't think you get that. And also, being like self-employed, almost like it gives you the option to kind of turn up when you want to work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah, in like still be there at, like seven a.m. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> hey, Connor, what's up? <laughs> Connor behind the uh, the computer. He and I have a YouTube channel together, and uh, he's very much on time, which I love, and mm-hmm. it, it helps me, you know, be better. I'm, I'm sure no, exactly. That's no, true. But then also, I'm, I have the same mentality. It's like, honestly, like we can do whatever we want. Like, yeah. if we're an hour late, like we'll stay late. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or honestly, what's great too is like the eight-hour workday is kind of what people think and what they expect. But mm. sometimes it only takes four hours to get stuff done. Like, exactly. just go home and take a nap. Well, sometimes what we do is, <laughs> especially working in London, we try and miss rush hour. I get mm. in later and then leave later. Yeah, yeah smart. I hate going in like rush yeah, hour, especially yeah. in London on the tube. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. That's the uh, subway, right? Subway. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's the subway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the subway translation. So do you guys have an office space uh, in yeah. London? Yeah. 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 Yes. So we have an office in Old Street. Okay. We moved there in October 2017. Wow. 
2018. Yeah. I find like going outside of my home or even a coffee shop, it's nice to have a dedicated workspace. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, mean, it's, I think it's like helped a lot for like the internal professional feel and then yeah. also the external professional feel. We can now have people around have people for a meet. meeting and it's mm-hmm. not like, do you want to go to a coffee shop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's helped. Adds that kind of professionalism yeah. to it. And we've got other guys that are working with us yeah. back in uh, London that it creates like people where we can all gather rather than having <clears> to buy coffees and yeah. brownies every single day it's <laughs> <laughs> so much money to them just like whining and dining everyone yeah, yeah. that comes in the doors yeah that makes sense um cool so uh we have a little segment here where we look through your instagram feed and i'm just going to ask you some questions sure um i'm going to start off with uh with ian because i have that pulled up if you're new here, this is a segment where we go through the guest's Instagram feed and we look at all the images that they've taken and we ask them the origin of that photograph. This is a very visual aspect of the show. So we do actually have a YouTube video of this podcast. So I would urge you to check that out on our YouTube channel on Polar Pro if you want to see the actual images. However, I will try my best to describe them to you here on the audio podcast. All right, where is this and what what is this here? Twenty first birthday, nice. Yeah, I was still shout out for my brother's twenty first. Oh, okay, I thought it was your... shot 20, 21 geese into the sky. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was just a weekend away with uh, my brother in Budapest at the beginning of twenty seventeen. Uh, it's a really cool city. Actually, we're hoping to go back this year for work. Um, Look at the description here. It says, uh, "Happy twenty first birthday." I still can't believe that one time when twenty one <laughs> geese flew by. Bro, you're like a magician <laughs> yeah, with uh, it was Photoshop. Amazing. It was amazing. Is that when you were just on at Photoshop? Yeah, it's like, just I was just Photoshop. learning Photoshop. So, oh, I can put another one in. <laughs> wow. Copy and paste. How many were there? Like two? Yeah, it's none actually. <laughs> yeah. Was there actually any on that? No, 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 none. Are there 21 people? <laughs> yeah, I should have got rid of the people. That would have made it a cooler photo. Yeah, <laughs> so, but where is this exactly? Uh, so this is in Budapest, uh, Hungary, nice. and um, yeah, they're outdoor it's baths. Like a hot spring? Yeah, hot baths. Bath? People like uh, Yeah, bathe? bathing with Hungarians. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like not, straight it's up. It's honestly like, not weird. It's it's normal there. Like straight up naked? No, no, no. With trunks or swimmers <laughs> or whatever you call okay. them. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I asked Ian what one of his favorite shots ever was, and he brought me to this one, an aerial shot of these buildings in Barcelona. The buildings look like sushi rolls. It's amazing, really. So so this is my one good photo, Ooh. which is an aerial shot of Barcelona. All um, right, so... <clears throat> yeah, uh, so we Showing the grid system and how the city's built. Um, and I took that when we were working for Barcelona's tourism board back in 2017 yeah and the photo went completely viral wow it spread probably like thousands of times front page of reddit it went mental this picture right here it doubled your following like overnight yeah Twenty-three thousand likes on that one but did you post it on uh canon yeah i think we got yeah it was the most likes on canon for a while yeah, it went it went really crazy. And it, what's funny about it is when <laughs> it's a beautiful shot. It's a beautiful oh, shot. You, you took it. Yeah, I, it's, it's now on swimming trunks, a jigsaw, prints. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no way. You've milked that. Definitely. You keep posting. I mean you post I posted it like seven times, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you post it a lot. Like, really you just, like, and also quite a lot of your followers are now from Barcelona. So every yeah, time you post I'm... the Barcelona shot, it does well. <laughs> So it's, this was taken uh in two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh for our audio listeners, like it really looks amazing how gridded out the city was. I, w- I had no idea it was like that. Yeah. They're just like little kind of roundish squares. I think that's squares. not many people before this photo had really 
seen Barcelona yeah. that yeah. Um, like that before. Whereas a lot of people now take go out yeah, to like Barcelona so, and get a helicopter and get and do this and get, or a drone. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think no one had really seen that before, and that's what was so yeah. interesting about. Like, it. I used to actually live in Barcelona, which is why I kind of knew it looked like that. And oh, how, wow. and that's why I, we're, mm-hmm. I was made sure we had a helicopter ride when we worked with them because um, yeah, I wanted to. I didn't think I'd get anything good, but wanted to try and and also actually, yeah it was unfortunate because the day we went up it was cloudy it was there was no light at all but no it's out of the park it well, was a funny gets, story it cloudy, I, I showed soft. henry the morning yeah. after i edited it uh-huh. i was like what do you think of this he was like next <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember because it was like I, I think i just went from the flight i was like we yeah, didn't yeah. really get anything from that like maybe something we can just about post yeah. and he showed me that i was like yeah it's so it's it, probably we can put we can put it up <laughs> And then he it's put funny. it up and then it just went. I think it's because I'd seen like what it had looked like from the air because I was in the helicopter. Yeah. Whereas I hadn't seen, like, if I hadn't seen that, I would have probably thought it was yeah. amazing. And now I look back and I go, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the composition's great too. I mean, you've got a lot of nice line, like mm. these diagonals are nice contrast and that's framed well. So yeah, I mean, you did a great job. Thank you. Very nice. It looks like it really does. When you kind of squint your eyes, it looks like sci-fi or something. Yeah, like. or sushi. People, a lot of people think it looks sushi. like sushi for some reason. I get that. Oh, I get. I can see. Yeah, that. that's cool. Um, or Barcelona from or the Barcelona air. Barcelona from yeah. above, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see some tropical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those are some photos from um, the Philippines from last year. We had a two-week trip around the Philippines um, with their tourist board. It was a really good trip. Really cool trip. Um, we hit up <clears throat> maybe seven or eight uh, locations around the Philippines that co- sort of aren't quite as popular as yeah. the, mo- the most popular places. And uh, yeah, it was a really good trip. It was intense, but it was good. Yeah, we flew everywhere, all across the islands. We had yeah. like nine flights internal. Um, in 14 days. But I, yeah, it was, our, I think, our favorite trip from last year. Um, just the destination is absolutely amazing. The landscapes. Do you guys have a YouTube beaches. channel? Yeah. Um, uh, Henry's got a personal one where a lot of the stuff. I have, a, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't. I think it's hard. Like it's hard. It, it's hard to put in the amount of time to be it. Being a YouTuber yeah. is full time. It, it really exactly, is. and I I can't put that amount of time into it. Yeah, with all the travel stuff. I just I, you guys have such a great like. If somebody just was following you around filming that's, everything, that's what we were yeah, like. We, we started doing like vlogs. Yeah, um, and it just took up. It kind of like took away from the enjoyment of. Mm. um the travels because you're always trying to like put it on or, or yeah. like trying to act a certain way for yeah. the vlogs you're right or, um, or just like i remember stuff where we would like have a conversation and it was like oh can we just have that conversation again or no with the camera and on? also <laughs> turn, turn the music on and off oh, from, yeah, that's what you yeah, hated yeah i was like oh. but it would like it does make sense and we try to yeah. do it but um yeah it just got too much but what we would like to do potentially in the future is have another kind of filmmaker on board that would yeah film if you just hired somebody full-time to do it yeah mm. I know. that's what we would look to do if we try to do it again and i would love to do more youtube stuff yeah like, i love doing like video and to be able to put it onto a like larger screen and larger format would be so so much fun but it's just just the time do you know john olsen yeah yeah he's the first guy that comes to mind when yeah. i think of you guys yeah exactly and he has a full-time guy that can just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But John's also very active in it too. Yeah. It's not like it. Yeah, yeah. It's not very passive for him either. Yeah, sure. But... It, they, they must. They work very hard. Oh hard yeah, spike. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And there's different. Like we were just at CES last week, and oh, yeah. we met uh, Marquez Brownlee from oh, yeah. MKBHD, mm-hmm. and like he had a posse of about four or five other guys. Yeah, it's like a sound guy, two shooters, and wow. an editor. I can imagine that. I mean, they're making a lot of money. Then you put it yeah. back into the channel. 
to create more content just makes sense yeah and then even i have a shooter editor and that yeah. really helps like exactly. that's really Definitely. the key is having extra hands yeah it does work we, i really want to try and do that this is a shot of your feet hanging off of a helicopter. It looks like New York City. Yes. Um, I pulled this up, not necessarily, I mean, it's a beautiful shot. It's an amazing shot of the city. But I recently, for the first time, went on a helicopter with no doors in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. It was nice. fun. Yeah. Um, how the heck do you stick your feet out? The wind is like freaking insane. You, yeah, you need to wind. stop. Okay, so you tell, yeah. them, you tell them to hover, right? Yeah, you don't. We didn't stop. Yeah, we did. Did we? You can't, honestly, when we're going like fast... It's a your, your feet just goes. It's a river me. of wind. We're, I remember. I remember having to really hold my. I remember having to really hold my legs straight. Yeah, I know, but honestly, we weren't hanging feet out when we were going fast. Fair, you're going like fair. 80 miles. An hour. What do you think your legs do? <laughs> <laughs> Snap <laughs> off. Well, that's the th- that's the thing. I've seen this, you know, this yeah. style of photo all the time, and I I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it a try. I got my Yeezys yeah. on. I'll do it. Right. <laughs> it's cool. And uh, I was like, what the heck? This. I can't stick yeah, my got, hand out there. Yeah, my way you, do, you, you, you definitely hover. So you have to tell yeah. the, the pilot, hey, can you hover for a yeah. minute? This specific, like these flights in New York are very photo orientated. So um, they're designed for photographers. Cool. And they, you basically have a mic and you can talk to them. Can we stop here? Yeah. Um, and Sweet. Yeah. Can I just get an Instagram photo here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were working with uh, choppers, uh, are you able to like work a deal with them and say like, hey, we'll post mm. your... It depends. Sometimes when we do tourism jobs, they might include in the itinerary a helicopter that they'll okay. be paying for anyway. Uh, this certain company, this is Fly Nyon in New York, who are a very popular um, helicopter tour company, and we've worked with them. Um, I've been on like three or four flights in New York with yeah. them, and they're pretty much the best. They're, those are like the original guys that do those doors off heli flights. Nice. And it's sick. It's amazing, really. Like, Drones are great, but nothing yeah. beats like actually. It's scary. Like it is scary, but it is when you take away the camera and you realize what you're doing. That's when you think I just want to land. But <laughs> I know when as soon as you take photos, you kind of just forget what you're doing. Exactly. I actually I was doing a product shot uh, shoot thing in Hawaii, and this is like I said, it was my first time, and like the entire time I was just taking pictures, yeah. and I did not even think about being in the sky exactly. mm-hmm. at all. But like, if I set the camera down and just look yeah. two feet over, I'm about to fall off and die. Uh, I find I, I'm not a massive fan of helicopters. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just a bit. I just <laughs> I like you hear like, but... it's like you hear in the news quite often that a helicopter's gone down. <laughs> well, like if if something goes wrong with it, like yeah, it's not gonna. You can't glide down. No, it's not like a plane. If the engine's cut out, you're still pro- probably gonna survive and land somewhere. Helicopter engine cuts out. I have heard apparently they can recover it though. If you like nosedive and at the last minute you build up enough speed on the propellers diving no down last yeah. minute just before you land, like pull it up and yeah. then it and then you land. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> like you have very skilled, <laughs> very very skilled. Yeah, jeez, and they don't give you like parachutes or anything. No, you get a life jacket. I don't want a life jacket. I want a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we've got a sequence of Dubai images here. Yeah. Um, tell me about that, Ian. This is just a nice photo of uh, of Dubai. Um, what were you we, guys doing there? We were staying with the Jumeirah group uh, in Dubai for maybe three nights last mm-hmm. year, um, and also with the tourist board. So that's yeah, that's how we got that shot from the helicopter. Um, and then this is um, we headed out into uh, the desert for this road that's partially covered by sand, which is a really cool spot for photos. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a really cool trip. It's an intense place, really intense place, Dubai. Yeah, it's like extreme. How so? 
well, I guess like the heat is extreme, the money is extreme, the like scale of the ta- the buildings yeah, is extreme. Roads. It's just um, it's, it's a cool just place. A crazy it's a cool place. place to experience for a couple of days, but I yeah. can't can't imagine living there. Yeah, yeah. it's right. like a like a playground for very rich people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I, it's a curious country, isn't it? Yeah. Right, like yeah. it kind of didn't really exist not too long ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, only in the last <laughs> twenty years. Yeah, like it's kind of blown up into what it is with all the money. It's ridiculous. And that's just there's from pictures oil, right? of it. What it looked like, uh, like thirty yeah, years it's ago. Yeah, like this. If you go back to the desert shot, that's what kind Dubai of Dubai was it. thirty years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a desert. Yeah, and yeah. they've these roads. They've built They're the abandoned. roads, um, and then they will build like towns and cities around them. They just like laid the roads in advance. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, like wow. the, scale, so, yeah, the speed and scale of like the building is... Those roads aren't actually in use. The people, yeah, they don't lead People anywhere. just go there to take photos pretty much. Okay. For anybody listening, by the way, I'm, this is an aerial image of yeah, just a, a nice, <laughs> nicely paved road. It looks like nobody's even driven on it. Mm-hmm. And then sand is just blown all over it because nobody's using it. Yeah. So they basically built an ecosystem of roads... With the intention of building later, I, I think believe so. so yeah. I think so. That's a, from our knowledge. Moving over to Henry's Instagram now, I actually found the first image that he ever posted of Ian on his profile. So here we go. This is in March twelfth, twenty fifteen. This is the moment where you guys met, huh? Yeah, fell yeah. in love. It sounds like that. This was it? the first <laughs> first Instagram photo i got of ian and so I, this is when ian was like what what are you doing yeah, ian? Just like, put the camera Instagram. down and have a look at match feature <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if you can see you can't really see from his photo but ian had a massive bushy beard i yeah, can kind of see like it was yeah it was pretty this great. is basically the the frame on this is ian from behind with a backpack <laughs> 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 and then uh, a giant mountain is that so uh, that's what's machu, it called? Picchu. machu picchu it's hard for me to say that Pichu. Reminds me of uh, Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi, the car company. Oh, Mitsubishi. 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 Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the trip. This is the, the moment. Trip, yeah. yeah. Right? Really cool that we found that. Yeah. Went all the way back there. It was so cool to find this picture of Ian and to kind of have a relic or a documentation of where Ian and Henry first met. The next image is a simple portrait of a person in front of a building with some really nice bokeh going on behind it. The conversation that we had about which lens Henry used is pretty interesting. I was looking for like some bokeh or something. There's bokeh here. Yeah. So I was using a lot of low f-stops just to kind of create that depth of field. So yeah, this was in 2015. So you're saying mm-hmm. that um, what what, were, what lens were you using? Was it a contact Zeiss or was it like the newer it was ZE quite, lens? Oh, I'm not, not an expert really on Zeiss lenses. It was a, quite an old one I got off of eBay. Cool. Um, and it was just, look for the price. It was so much better than anything that you could get new. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. Like the Zeiss lens is also for video. Yeah. Were really, really nice. And at the time, the 5D Mark II was kind yeah. of the king of video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I used it all for video. Yeah. Uh, it's still a great camera. I mean. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It came out in 2009. You can still get some amazing shots with the 5D It's incredible. II. Yeah. I think it came out in 2008, but Did it? Ooh, I'm not can cut that. Not <laughs> I only remember because that's the year I graduated, and I remember that same really? summer. Really, 2008? Well, that's, that's over 10 years ago. That same summer, I uh, ten, that that I, actually I, was I, actually ten, was what <laughs> <laughs> actually was ten years ago. Yeah, um, that actually that summer is the summer that I started everything with mm-hmm. my filmmaking that's and sick. stuff. Like that year, that's I graduated, sweet. and we sold like our Sony camcorders and bought a 5D. Yeah. And like nice. we were the only people in town with a 5D. 
So it really took video to like that next up, like for really DSLR. Oh yeah. Um, well, I learned how to manually do stuff. Yeah. Before then, I was just using camcorders mm. and just shooting on auto. Yeah. yeah. And even for photos too. Yeah. No, definitely. And full frame, like at the time too, that was like iPhone four, right? Mm. Like it was really yeah. iPhone three. To shoot yeah, on a full frame camera, like the image quality was unreal. Bananas. <laughs> Except now with portrait mode, it, mm. it's kind of it's getting good. It's getting good. And I remember when right. Taking portraits with our phone, and we're like, oh, "This is about as good as the one D." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any point even using the one D? <laughs> so, when was yeah. that? I don't know. I think we both when got, portrait um, mode. Came yeah, out. when portrait oh, mode came out, like it was pretty impressive. Like phones, so it's like if I feel like, like when people ask me for suggestions and advice on cameras to buy, unless you like want to be a full on committed to Lightroom, like photography and everything. If you're just like a more amateur and just like traveling, like the iPhones now are so good. You edit everything on your phone. Shoot raw. Yeah, yeah it's like you, should, you can do so much. I, I mean, even you that. learn kind of yeah. on an iPhone. And like for composition, composition, straight. Yeah, it's good. Kind of changes. There's no point in getting the most expensive camera before you actually know how to frame a shot and yeah, yeah, work it. So yeah, I think starting on an iPhone is a great. If great you want to splurge, maybe buy an iPhone with like more storage mm-hmm. so you can hold more yeah. photos on it. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe get the biggest one with the biggest battery. Yeah. That's so yeah. expensive now. Expensive. I know. I have like the crazy. tennis max. I really like really? it. But it was, you know, it was like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah that's in, I I've had I used to get every single iPhone. Yeah. Up until like the seven plus when I did Sky like decided like I don't really they they're so good. They now. even out. Yeah. You don't I've still got the seven plus. Oh really? Like three years old and it still works really well. Yeah. And I think Apple are kind of losing a lot of money because people are the same as me and it's not true. upgrading as much and china also is kind of going yeah. in the tubes with yeah. uh, a lot of stuff with mm-hmm. people aren't buying yeah. out there it's true apple's going down <laughs> yeah it's sad no yeah, honestly apple could like make no profit for like 100 years and still yeah. have a yeah. ton of money oh, everyone be like just <laughs> give me another product <laughs> yeah exactly as i was scrolling through henry's feed i actually noticed something about the location in which all of his photos were taken you know what's funny is I don't see a lot of London pictures. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Like, yeah, camera you, down when we get back to London. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I've shot really. I don't shoot anything in London unless we're working for a hotel or something. I think I think it's the same here. Even like talking to people here. Um, yeah, you, you, you like people like to travel and like they're not actually inspired by their own. Kind it's of weird. Take your hometown for granted in a way. It's true because yeah. like I live right by the beach over yeah. here in the Laguna, which is like the most beautiful. And, like people area. from London, if you said come over here. It'd be like a dream to photograph, but yeah. um, for people that live in your des- like your place, yeah, it's not necessarily that exciting. You've seen it so many times. It's true. You, t- you totally take it for mm-hmm. granted. And I'm new to this area. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, oh, yeah. originally, which is pretty far away. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, being by the ocean, it's like it's yeah. amazing. It, but I'm already kind of like, eh. yeah, <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so this is an image of two beautiful women in this, or girls in this, uh, it looks like Jamaica, is that right? Yeah, so this is Jamaica. So tell me about your time in Jamaica um, and what you're doing there. So I've been lucky enough to be, have gone to Jamaica quite a lot over my life. Well, we went there first when I was very young and kind of fell in love with the country. Uh, so I've been back every single year since I was like five. Really? Uh, so yeah, I know the country very well. And this was um, in the northern part of Jamaica, a place called Roaring River. And we were driving back um, after a tour, I think we did. And these um, girls were just walking along and I jumped out of the van. 
and they were very. I said, "Hey, get in my van." Get in my van. No. So I got out of the van. I saw them, and they were ha- very happy, and they wanted their yeah. photos taken. They were loving it, posing, oh, yeah. doing all sorts Cute. of poses. Wow. Um, and if there's a few more, if you um, go from the side, I think it's the other way. Um, there was there was oh, quite cool. a lot of these. It's kids. a picture of yeah. uh, the girls are actually in the background. Looks like yeah. there's another boy here with a Batman shirt, yeah, and that's from the car. The yeah. yeah, so you're driving away. That's a great little sequence there. I love these. That's these cool. are beautiful. The people just look yeah. really genuine and really yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's very happy. Um, but yeah, I love Jamaica. Well, I actually had some questions that came to mind when we were looking through them, uh, and <clears throat> since you work with so many other photographers, often with the with the main giant mm-hmm. Instagram uh, yeah. account. Like, what are some things that you look for and things that you recognize being unique in this travel photography space? Because I feel like a lot of times uh, this style and this genre can get very similar. What are you looking for and what are things that you you try to accomplish with your own photography that makes you stand out and make you unique? Um, Well, Henry and I, I don't know if this is completely answered the question. Henry and I, a lot of the trips we do kind of aren't to the Instagram hotspots. Uh, deliberately so we work with countries like estonia or south australia um the philippines where we went to lesser known destinations and i think for us it's it's really good to go to places that we haven't seen a million times and try um and kind of creating the content in these places seeing something fresh especially fresh that we haven't seen as opposed to going um to bali and to go or like to a place where there are so many Instagram hotspots and everyone's been there. We've seen it a thousand times and it's kind of, yeah. I don't know. So locations, yeah. finding unique yeah. locations. Yeah, See, finding and, unique and for featuring stuff on the page, yeah. seeing something unique and fresh is always more attractive. Um, regards to like composition, I feel like there's a very um, kind of um, like certain style that you have to follow really on it's like Instagram a genre right? it's a genre yeah. like social media photography is a whole different uh ball game to normal traditional photography from shooting in portrait like, that's one of the most important things we look for like mm. and when shooting now is always in portrait to fill up the screen it'll be more engaging to have a very clean image and that's uh like the long yeah, so up and long, down yeah so version. we wouldn't even consider posting something that's not in portrait um and also just a very sim- simple image does very well sometimes and it's leading lines. If there's lines that lead into the image, people are more likely to stop. And it's it's funny, but you've got to think about these things if you want the image to do well on social media. To draw that um, viewer in, it really helps having some, the composition leading the viewer in. And some, of the, the, like, some images that are kind of a bit funny do so well just because... Funny? Funny, yeah. Like, yeah, like what? Not funny funny, but like just not... <laughs> that stunning just because they have that leading line composition mm-hmm. also more saturated images do do better um we look out for as well not overly saturated but to have a bit more color definitely draws in uh people like a thumb stopper as you would call it thumb stopping content so that's that's scrolling with yeah, your thumb and then stop stopping, yeah. yeah yeah and then exactly. double tap double yeah tap. that's what you're looking for yeah but there's definitely feel styles and edit and color schemes that come in and out of kind of what's popular yeah like a couple of years ago the visco like faded look was so in and now now i i think it's still there but it's a little bit more saturated i think yeah there's certain people that these big creators that shoot in a certain style have their own style that then gets very popular and then people copy and adapt 
and that's kind of happened. I feel like the, the style now people are following is that kind of Jordan Hammond. I don't know if these are just uh, creators. Emmett Sparling. These kind of creators people are seeing and trying to almost copy. But that's kind of the leading style on Instagram, I feel, at the moment. Do you agree? Yeah, I'd say those two guys have had pretty big influence in how a lot of other people edit. <laughs> yeah. Like we get a lot of people sending photos and I'm like, is this yours? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen this before. And, like mm-hmm. the colors are so similar. Um, and no, it's not just the colors, but like... Yeah, and that's the Colder kind of edit as well. Yeah, Do you guys realize that in a way, because you have such a huge following uh, and you've built this reputation uh, that you you kind of are trendsetters in a way? Have you thought about that? Like the things that you guys are choosing yeah, that you have, yeah. like, oh, I like this style. Like you maybe not are thinking about it, but you're picking a certain style that you like over cer- other ones. Are you just, do you like to go against the trend? Do you like to go with just what you intuitively think is good? It's a combination. Like sometimes, I mean, some days of the week we will post content just because we know it will do well on the page. And then other times we'll post for sort of the, more of a the reason. people, yeah, more of a reason or the people in the audience that like really appreciate the photography as opposed to. Yeah. There's the, a difference. I feel engagement. like uh, the actual hardcore people that view the page and are interested by it are the ones that engage where you can post what you really enjoy and they'll still engage. It might get less likes, but that's because it's not getting that thumb stopping mm-hmm. random followers because um, it is an art form and like art shouldn't be the same all the no. time right like art is supposed to I be think we probably sometimes do encourage a certain style as well because we are sharing yeah. these creators and we are one of the biggest photography pages in the world probably that we probably forget and that probably is having an impact on what yeah. people see and what people like and it's amazing yeah. what are some things that you recommend to somebody starting out like what are some ways to get noticed and to to grow um I think I think the practice. Practice. I think I think the main thing <laughs> yeah. and the overriding thing is the quality of the content. Um, if you believe in yourself, you don't get caught up in the numbers. I think that's the problem. People start Instagram and then realize they're not growing, then they're not motivated. But just to be at your own pace and do what you love to do, shoot what you want to shoot. Don't try and copy someone too much. Um, and if it, the more you practice, you will get better, and then people will start to see that, and then in the long run you will build up a bit of a following. But I, I think the main advice is don't worry about the following. Like brands yeah. work with photographers they want to work with on the quality of the content. Mm-hmm. Um, and also try and early on team up with brands that you really like and just try and do like, get them to see if they can send you some stuff and just practice by doing that and just building up that kind of brand um, awareness and knowledge, would you say? Yeah, I mean, if you want to improve at something, you have to just put a lot of time into it. Yeah, it's not, not massive. It's not going to be really. quick and easy. You can't expect to pick up a camera and yeah, of course, get paid to travel. But uh, if the dedication and time and patience—a lot of patience, really. Getting into the like nerdy stuff, like do hashtags matter? Do yeah. the composition things that you're mentioning matter? Um, I think so. If you want to grow and be a, a it's such a hard one because like you want to say just do what you love, go and shoot what you want to do. But there is a certain formula you you do need to do to grow, and it is by using hashtags, you shooting in a certain style. Um, yeah, like it's we, a hard one. Like you can't, I, don't, I don't like encouraging it, but yeah, there is a formula to grow, and um, I think using hashtags is important. Which, to be honest, like I'm not like. I know I started the account and everything, but we actually now have like this little whiz kid, Stefan, who is so good and knows everything about Instagram. And if we have any problem or like anything we need to ask, can we do this? What's the right thing to do with hashtags? 
he will answer it and clean it up. Like he's so yeah, he good. Told me, I posted a photo today and he told me off of the bad hashtags. Yeah. I was what like, did oh, you sorry, do? Stefan. <laughs> um, yeah, cause yeah. We, spell, we post so on the main page uh, there's a team of us that we four of us post so I have Monday and Tuesday Ian posts on Wednesday, Thursday and then one of the other guys posts the remainder of the week uh, so it helps split it up because even when we post three times a day it takes a lot of thinking and like you want to post the right stuff or the page will just get less engaged yeah. you've got to keep it up and it's hard to keep it up when you've done it for so long yeah, and you're not maybe that excited about posting. Yeah, so, yeah. I totally understand. On a smaller scale, I like I said, I run a, a YouTube channel, and we just talk about gear. And mm-hmm. so, like every once in a while, we just get kind of burned out. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. It's doing the same thing. I think it's good to mix it up. Definitely try something new sometimes. Have you been to the Masai Mara before? I have actually. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I went once and stayed in a tent in the middle really? of the Masai Mara. Oh, it was wow. amazing. Yeah. Do you have any crazy wild? Yeah, a yeah. Uh, hyena broke in to no, our it, camp. Yeah, no way. Yeah, the the local like shoot him away because he's a Maasai, so he's yeah. like, that's BA. scary. Yeah, but like I woke up to the sound of a lion like that's... as an alarm clock. Oh, oh I thought I'll do wake that. Up. Plans for 2019. We kind of talked about it, but yeah. just kind of tell me like what you guys are looking at moving forward with everything. Yeah, so the last two years we've we've had. A- fair amount of work but a lot of the work has been one-off project to project um and that's something we're trying to change now to do no more one-off jobs with anyone um to either do retainers or commit to multiple collaborations because i think we just prefer working with sort of fewer clients but really understand one another better yeah Um, and also yeah Mm. it's just it just makes sense for everyone i think because they ended up getting more value because we know their product better we know the destination and their brand better and can communicate it better and also our audience their understanding of the destinations deepens with each time we go there so um that's one thing for 2019 and then the other thing is get to the point where we're in a position to have you know other creators on a much more serious basis doing work for us for canon uh yeah, just for CP creators. So CP. just have so we can send them out like to do gotcha. jobs um, under our like kind of management, and one of us would go, or it just hopefully get to the point where we can't actually do all the work ourselves physically. Yeah, uh, and we can kind of head up everything from London. It's setting you up for being an uh, old married man with kids out the house and yeah, living no, in your idea. house and just letting people do it. Well, yeah, I still love the travel work. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, uh, you're only twenty four, yeah. twenty two, twenty two. So I'll, like, I mean, at the it's moment, not like you're. I'll take all the travel, kind of. You're not ready to yet. retire anytime soon. No, definitely so. not. No, it's very exciting. I think we're only just getting started. Each year, we've grown and expanded more. Uh, companies working with bigger budgets, so it is an exciting time. And I think 2019 is going to be a great year. Yeah, I think a lot of people, the more Instagrammers that I've interviewed, which is it's ironic that I'm doing so many interviews with Instagrammers. I don't like. I don't use Instagram at all. Yeah, like I don't know any of this stuff. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. Uh, similar Mm -hmm. but it's different um like a lot of the guys i'm talking to like they're making a living doing what you're doing which is they go do brand deals but then they take like three pictures for themselves put that on their account but then thousands of pictures of a moment watch or whatever yeah right like is that how you guys do it at this point you guys have such a huge following compared to a lot of people i've talked to but yeah um yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be take we first of all we don't work with many brands because a we prefer to work with destinations um and b because some of the some brands 
feel there's a bit of a clash because there's a brand in on in the Instagram name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you see that we distribute on our social media is a kind of a fraction of the work that we would produce with a client. We I mean, would, we would always deliver more typically, stuff. Yeah. For example, these hotel jobs, we deliver 50 to 100 photos, uh, sometimes less, sometimes more. And then we uh, post two or three pictures on our big page and we do Instagram stories uh, just to have a kind of more bloggy style kind of aspect to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then one video uh for them and i think the video is the the biggest thing uh especially with these hotels is that's what they like want a promo be. for their site it's, a pro- thing? it's like yeah it's so not some just of the, the classic or... promo it's more of like a i guess young cool promo quite a lot of these hotels use com- big like commercial so companies thing is uh, handwritten animations with spinning <laughs> yeah, like, transitions yeah, it's, and... it's a bit well not quite like that but it has <laughs> a bit of a <laughs> I'm just exactly thinking that. of Sam Calder yeah, in my it's, head. It's, like it's a bit of a young <laughs> I guess like we're in it sometimes as well. It just adds a bit more personality yeah. to the video. Because some like hotel brand videos are so boring. No one really yeah. watches it. Where it's trying to make them a little bit more exciting, but also show off the hotel to the mm-hmm. best possible in the best possible way. So what like for somebody who's starting out who wants to do this full time, like like you said, not to worry about the followers. But there are some practical things to to do if you want to actually make money. Mm-hmm. Like, what what would you give advice to somebody? I you know, again, I'm setting you up with like a really basic question here. But like, I think it's work with what you've got in the in your local area as well. Working with friends, as I was saying, like I started out doing music videos with uh, friends from school. Uh, I think doing as much of that as possible to build up your skills, and then that's also you can use that as a portfolio to then reach out to other brands. Totally. Um, I think it's just do as much as possible. Yep. Uh, and then start reaching out to brands you like um, and just see what they say. And some will say no, some will say yes. But if you're patient and do it enough. Yep. Yeah. Very I, good I advice. I think um, my take would potentially be just focus on who you can actually add value to mm-hmm. rather than yeah. kind of look at it from that way around. Like where, who could I actually help with what I've got and then reach out to them. So and just just focus on where you can add value if you're starting as opposed to like how can i make a billion pounds yeah people are gonna like, like yeah just focus on like that for, for example you might even like your local cafe or something you might see they might need some promotion or a new video that video isn't up to standard. just go in there go look i do this um would you be willing to charge this is what i do and just talking to people like that and just signing off just gaining some yeah. experience is the best way forward i think i think a lot of people need to be self-aware enough too to realize that like a lot of those things that you're saying are very kind of entrepreneurial traits that Mm -hmm. are very natural to people who are entrepreneurial maybe people who don't think that way should look at some business books or things like that too because that mindset is so self-employed mindset and i've always been like that my dad's like that i'm like that but I'm learning that like so many people aren't. Yeah. Especially even a lot of creatives, honestly, they just want to create art. They don't yeah. know how to seek after that stuff. So yeah. it just takes, it does just take a lot of work uh, behind. Like we used to, like if you look at the brand kits and the proposals we were doing for companies two years ago, it's like almost embarrassing compared to what we're mm-hmm. doing. Now we just learn from doing it so much and just getting that kind of perfect uh, pitch together over the years yeah it just I was, and also kind of yeah add focus on where you can add value to people and work out who you are and what you're good at and then kind of double down on that so we henry and i 
have it over the last couple of years experimented with some things and some of it's worked, some of it hasn't. But at the end of the day, we know what we're good at and that's what we try and focus the like mm-hmm. all of our energy on because that's you know, that's what we're good at. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, if I was if I was starting out, I would um I would I would say, Yeah, what are you good at? What do you want to do? And then market that. I think the last question I wanna ask you guys, are you still shooting on Canon cameras? Is this on the record? <laughs> uh yeah we are yeah, we yeah. actually are yeah we okay like um even a lot of sony people out there know, these days i know it's actually nothing to, to do with i don't think the canon page because i actually one stage did have a sony i used the sony a7 uh s and the canon 5d yeah as a combination because i love the like, s the low light's insane yeah it was amazing and it was really really good and i used the 5d i still preferred the 5d for photos yeah and then the 1dx mark ii came out and that kind of changed nice. the game great conversation guys thank you so much <laughs> yeah thank you so much for having us yeah, thank we're you. gonna have to come back and maybe a year later and see how yeah. 2019 yeah. was that does it for my interview with Henry and Ian. would like to thank them again for being on the Polar Pro Podcast. Make sure to follow them on their Instagram, henry.nathan and Ian Harper. And if you want to check out their business, Canon underscore photos is an amazing profile to check out and really learn from because they are crushing it and they're able to grow a business off of this profile. So definitely follow Canon underscore photos and be a part of that community. Again, I'm so humbled by this audience that is here listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. It really means a lot. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast inside of iTunes or your podcast player, then make sure to hit that subscribe button. We post every single Tuesday. We have some amazing guests coming up. Also, if you would like to help us out, leave a review. A five-star rating would be amazing. I'm not telling you what to do, but a five-star rating would be nice. And a little comment just telling us what you like about the podcast. Those reviews actually really help with the algorithm and all the kind of nerdy stuff with podcasts. So it would really mean a lot to us if you would take the time to do that if you're a fan of the show. Once again, I'm Dave Mays. This is the Golden Hour Podcast. See you next Tuesday.